Hi, I'm Jason Sachs. Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. This week, a different episode of Classic Comics Cavalcade. I had the pleasure of joining Joe and Matt of the Two-Headed Nerd Podcast, along with her pal Brian Domingos, to talk about a couple of comic series that are not really classics, The Vision and the Scarlet Witch miniseries. The group, including me, digs deep into the long boxes to discover the sheer insanity of the comics that partially inspired WandaVision and find them to be... Surreal seems to be the best word. It's now our very fun listening and starts right after this ad. Hey, listeners, no cover to cover this week, but we did want to give you a taste of the bonus content that we put up over at Patreon. And this is just extra podcast stuff that you can listen to for any amount that you choose to sponsor us for. And I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. We don't ask for money often. We have been doing this for a very long time, and we put a ton of work into it. Anything you choose to throw our way is a huge help, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And huge thanks to all our current patrons, too. And if you don't like Patreon, we've got a Donate Here button on our website, twitternerd.com as well. And again, any amount is appreciated. Thanks again, nerds. And we'll be back next Wednesday with another episode of Two-Headed Nerd. Welcome to another edition of Take a Look, It's in the THN Book Club, where we bring nerds in to review comics with us, and I, I am so excited to be here with the THN historian, Mr. Jason Sachs. Say hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. There you go. I was waiting... Timing. Yeah, that's what comedy's all about. Timing. We knew we could count on you. We knew we could count on you. (laughs) And teach and stalwart, Mr. Brian Domingos, who admitted that, like, he's an X-Men nerd. And this, what we're about to talk about, it was a lot. (laughs) I will say this is a lot. We are discussing Wanda, pardon me, The Vision of the Scarlet Witch, which has been titled... The Vision and the Scarlet Witch, Wanda and the Vision, the trade paperback. It, it's called it's called Wanda and Vision, colon, the saga of the Vision and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Which, thank you, Marvel. So we needed to get both names in there twice. Absolutely. Uh, now, Jason and I, Jason and I have had the pleasure, I pardon me, I have had the pleasure of meeting Jason in person uh, when he came to town for Chase's wedding. You guys should see him. He's stunning. He's a good-looking guy. Way oh, better okay. looking than we are. Listen, it's, it is it is af, it is after nine o'clock, and um and I'm I, you know I'm holding it together. Usually, I'm- <laughs> yeah, you are. Hair's combed. You got clothes on. Gentlemen, uh, look, man, he's a rock star. Grasshopper Green, check him out. So let's get straight into it here. Now, the reprint started with Giant Size Avengers number six, three, three. Giant Size Avengers number three, which oh man, if that had anything that- to do. With the story of the Scarlet Witch and the Vision, I don't know what it is. We went I mean, straight, it had their wedding. I guess it had their wedding, but then it leaps straight back into the Celestial Madonna crap and the Kotati and like, woo! It is, it is just mind-boggling. That comic where I, I'm reading it and I'm like, I don't know who, because they don't do that like 80s caption thing where they, you know, say who everyone's names are. Right. Like, I'm just... Out, yeah. I'm like I, I'm like, is this Moon Dragon, who I only know from like Marvel Universe 
volume, you know, series three cards. You know, like that's how I know my uh, my Avengers character. Yeah, and um, you know what? It wasn't. It wasn't Moon Dragon. She was there, but yeah. that wasn't the one I was. Yeah, reading, but that, so. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was not Moon yeah. Dragon. <laughs> and but even I was like, she, hold on here. She's had, <laughs> Uh, it, it was it was quite I was like, ooh, this is going to be a bumpy ride. The like, only how, the uh, only reason I had any clue what was going on in that comic book was because of the summer crossover that we just had that like dealt with the ramifications of that years and years and years later. Oh, um, Empire, Empire, Empire. yes, Empire, where the, the yeah. scrolls Empire. and the Kotati came back and all that. It's like, I, I, uh, yes, I now I lo- I like I just. Like was st- now I am a I am a continuity nerd. I am a Marvel fan. I am a, a I am a, a student of the Marvel handbook. So even though I hadn't read these stories necessarily, like I knew all I knew the deal with Mantis and uh, the ghost of the swordsman, <laughs> which was never explained. Was it a, was it his ghost all. or was it a plant thing? And it was it was. And I it was a it was the spirit of a Kotati, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to get too the, deep into this. Manifestation <laughs> yeah, in of, inside of a manifestation of the swordsman. Yeah, who who had died years previous. Man, okay. So I I vaguely knew about that only because you guys had covered Empire pretty thoroughly. Because um, I read bits and pieces, but I, again, like it it means nothing to me because it's not my history so i i, yeah, I yeah. didn't read that but so i'm reading that and i'm like oh that's the swordsman and i knew he was blue because of like the right the, the empire right. thing but he had a very like uh blue late alan moore swamp thing blue plant guy from yes. like you know when he went to space and, and yes. all that stuff like <laughs> i was like i don't know what this means but i know that swordsman and then i know like i i'm picking around like i'm just i'm a lot where our vision in scarlet witch i don't know right We're in this comic somewhere but so, um, i'm saying let's then, just put that on the shelf let's just say <laughs> okay well, i like i totally forgot that the ghost of swordsman showed up in empire like what a deep cut for them to bring oh yeah. yeah so i'm saying i'm not sure why marvel put that in this collection other than we they want to show wedding, us the wedding bro. that's Double it wedding so i'm it's saying romantic let's move oh, real, straight to real, the 1982 real, real, quick, though, real, real quick i want to talk about I want to talk about Don Heck. Jason. Do you really want to talk about Don Heck? I, I just want to <laughs> briefly address um, the, the, the reception uh, to Don Heck's work in the Silver Age, because I read this comic knowing the name Don Heck as a, sil- like as a, as a known Silver Age artist. Uh, didn't he like take over the X-Men after the first few issues? Or he drew I Iron Man, something like that. He did Iron Man. Yeah. Um, this comic looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> this was not a good comic book. Right after I read it, I, I, it is terrible. I texted you know, Joe terrible. and I was like, why is so, this here? <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> well, think about, think about, and, and during this time, like there were rotating artists every issue on Avengers mm-hmm. too. There was an issue by Sal Buscema. There was an issue by Bob Brown. There was an issue by John Buscema. There was no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, Dave Cockrum appears in there all of a sudden. There's there's no reason why they they rotate. It's just because Marvel was just a complete place of chaos. Right. Well, above and beyond that, Len Wein decided Marvel should do giant size issues four times a year. So they're doing 12 issues a year where they can't even keep artists on it. And then they have four other issues on top of that 
where they have to have artists on them. It's, it's just insanity. This explains so a lot. was famous for doing real staff work and not really caring that much, but he would produce, right? It's like the Vince Coletta thing where, like, Coletta would just – he was the guy they could call up and say, hey, Vince, we need 12 yeah, pages yeah. by tomorrow. And right. he'd say, all right, I'll draw one – one page with my hand and one page with my left foot. I Man, mean. yeah, what a mess! Uh, <laughs> what a mess that 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 intro was. That that yeah. lead-in issue was just. So Don Heck's not hitting home runs, but he's good for a single. He's good for a single yeah. every time he gets up. You know, like don't worry about it. Well, you'll get on base. <laughs> you know, don't he worry drew about sixty-four it. pages. Average yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, like I couldn't do it. I couldn't turn it around that fast. So let's skip right past this and let's go to the nineteen eighty-two Scarlet. Which and Vision and the Scarlet Witch miniseries by Rick Leonardi and Bill Mantlo. Now I have to say, Rick Leonardi drew the hell out of this. This book's beautiful. This this series is gorgeous. Absolutely yeah, I gorgeous. Thought it, I thought it looked really good. I I love Rick Leonardi. I I am a I think I'm a fan of his. <laughs> you know, big, big kind of based on what the project is. Like sometimes it looks like. Um, He's done. He did that vigilante series that um, yeah was with like Marv Wolfman that looked yeah. really good. Um, I thought this must be really, and I mean it's nineteen eighty two. It must be really young Rick Leonardi. Right. I think um, the inker probably had something to do with it. Richard Howell, I think, was the inker. No, Richard Howell drew the main the the longer series. We're going to talk um, about Richard Howell next. <laughs> right now, I want to um, talk about Rick Leonardi. <laughs> but I, I thought it, it kind of had like that spooky. Like almost Sam Keith. Yes. Vague because it opens with a Halloween story. Right. Know, with like the possessed kids. And it, it looked kind of, it looked like, it looked, felt very haunted in that, that, um, yeah, yeah. odd. I, th- I thought it, it worked pretty well. And I this thought is, all those issues worked pretty well. This is definitely very early Rick Leonardi. Like I think this is, this is, I don't know for certain. Jason, you may know. I mean, but I think it's this 40 is 40 years ago. It's got to be. This is some of his earliest know. stuff. It's <laughs> yeah, I don't be. know how old he is, but. This has got to uh, be some of his earliest stuff. Uh, Wikipedia is telling me his first work was in Thor in 1981. This is 82 later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This looks, I, okay. I was shocked and I'm just going to admit, I started reading the 12 issue miniseries first. Cause that's the, what I found first. I was like, I, and just started reading it. And it looked so old to me. I was like, Oh man, this is so old timey and crazy. And like, wow, that's why this book's wacky. And then I went, Oh shit, I'm reading it out of order. I need to read the 1982 series first. And I looked at the 1982 series and it's like, this almost looks modern. Like this is, yeah, this is a really good looking book. Now, if you want to get into the quality of what's happening here, that might be a slightly different story. And Perhaps what you were saying, Jason, about how the Avengers were cranking out so many books at the time. They they were putting out, you know, 12 issues a year, plus four giant size, plus miniseries and whatnot. This book drops you directly into a story without any setup whatsoever. I Like, just... We bought a house. We're in New Jersey. This is what we're doing now. Oh, by the way, we're not Avengers anymore, but the Avengers are all over the place. Go. <laughs> and it was just crazy. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, the giant, the giant size suffered from this same problem. Like it, 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 it follows, it follows through with the characters as uh, assuming that you had already been reading them right. in the book that they came yeah. from. Um, the thing that blows my mind is there's no setup for anything that's really happened before this other than to say we're not Avengers anymore, but 
every issue of this four issue limited series reminds you with a at least a two page setup of everything that happened in the previous issue. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, these. So I I think it's interesting that you read the the second maxi series before because I don't think it would have mattered. No, it didn't matter at all. You no, know what I mean? No, like, uh-huh. it, it didn't it, matter at all. Like, and and I I as I'm reading this, it's. I know a lot of the, and I think it's the, you know, the short memory thing of, of comic fans. Maybe people don't know the stories, but all of this WandaVision stuff is like, oh, this is just like Tom King's um, vision series. And it's like, well, actually, it's almost just like these stories. Totally. Like, it's really, like, right, when yeah. it's like they are, it's like, oh, it's not vision lives in a house with this, this weird um, uh, um, Android family. I'm not going to say that actual term because I, the synthoid, I think it's synthoid or whatever. I, yeah. I can't even synthesoid. handle how yeah. when he loses his arm and then they're like, and the doctor's like, I don't know, he seems to be in a coma. And Iron Man's <laughs> like, Yeah, I guess. And it's like, Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, and then and that, they're that, just like, Yeah, that makes sense. He's in a coma. It's like, there's a lot of fast and loose, like. They spend this whole human robot thing like the, it's pretty odd. Yeah, they spend this entire mini series, and, and I think this is why I don't care about the Vision. And uh, one of the complaints that I've had about the Vision for as long as I've known the character, all he seems to do is ask people about eating food, or ask other robots if they eat food, <laughs> and talk about the fact that he's human. I'm totally human. I'm human, you guys. I'm not a robot. I'm human. I'm human. I'm human. And they keep going back to the fact that Wonder Man died. Okay, died as a bad guy. Correct? No, he redeemed himself at the end. He sacrificed himself to save the Avengers from okay. the Masters of oh, Evil. But then they oh, and, yeah. they took his brain patterns and they put them into the Vision. Yeah, you know, just in case he's. And that they put, is they why saved the, him on a on a thumb drive and put it in a drawer somewhere. And that is why <laughs> the Vision feels like he's human, but the Vision does not act like wonder man whatsoever right they're twins no, matt i don't know if they, you've noticed uh, and then up, they're like, they they're go brothers. as far they're as brothers yes that's what Brian. yes they're they're brothers they, what that's yeah. what i that's what i'm saying like even simon's <laughs> mom even his mother symbolically, even wonder man's symbolically fucking brothers. mom is like oh my they're other they're son brother. the yeah. vision <laughs> i mean look that's the conceit of the vision is that the vision is a synthetic man who is alive. Like he has free will. He is a sentient creature. He's alive. And you know, he, you know, he thinks therefore he is and all that. And like, so yeah, I mean, he is basically human adjacent. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you that, but they spent from TNG, but still like, He's so much less interesting than Data from TNG. Exactly. Yeah. That is my biggest problem. Data from TNG could turn off his pain receptors and stuff, whereas the Vision is whining. All the Vision does is whine about how shitty it is to be human. The entire yeah. time. Like, yeah. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, the, the pain of being human. It's so bad. It hurts all the time. My arm got melted. It sucks. Like, oh, like, damn it. Like... Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> all right, all right. So this uh, this miniseries, uh, the, exactly two things of importance carry over into the eighty five series. Uh, one, New Jersey, yeah, mm-hmm. which is really irrelevant. They could be anywhere. Yeah, and it's so two, funny at the beginning of the next one where they just show up and they're like, "I can't believe our house got burned down." Oh well, let's go buy another <laughs> one. And it's like, uh, 
No, I think oh, no, I, I, back to the town where people burn down your freaking house. I, I, I do. Th- I do think that there was a. I do think there was an editor's note saying it that that happened like in an issue of the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, but the, the only other thing is Magneto. Yeah. It, it, in this in this miniseries, in the final issue, it is revealed. By the way, Magneto's your dad. Uh, and then uh, Crystal just hands a baby to him. <laughs> like, it's all good. Yeah, literally it's- nothing else happens in this first miniseries. Like, the druid guy shows up in the first one, who's who's pretty spooky, but, like, really doesn't have any other reason to be there other than it's, like, it's Halloween, and you're a witch, so I'm here to mess with you. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver's backstory is buck wild. Like, all that stuff, you know, you know and I, I knew it from reading the handbook. So this is the first time I actually saw it with any context at all. Right. Where mm-hmm. it's like, um, yes, uh, Magneto's wife showed up on Wonder Gore Mountain, very scared of her husband. Right. She gives birth. She dies. Well, hold on. Let's at the back same up. time. Let's back up. Real- at the same time, the wizard and Miss America. This is what I to Wonder Gore Mountain. This is what I need to discuss. And she dies in childbirth because she gives birth to a radioactive mutant baby. Nuclo. Nuclo. Uh, and Bova, the cow woman. Who they call mm-hmm. cow woman a lot. She's the midwife. She's like, well, I've got these two babies here. I guess I should just tell the wizard that these are his babies. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I want to talk about for a minute. But because- he is so distraught over the death of his wife that he abandons them. And that's how they grew up. They grew up thinking their wizard was a deadbeat dad. Yeah. So as of issue two, where we meet Nuclo and the wizard, we believe that the wizard is Wanda and no. Pietro's dad. They they say in the issue that Vision and Quicksilver had learned earlier that he is not actually their dad, that he just didn't know it yet. Okay. But so they knew, like, they knew that the wizard was not actually their dad. But he has messed up kid, Nuclo. Nuclo. Who they named Nuclo and is only referred to as Nuclo. <laughs> That's way. that nature versus nurture thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, my God. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> We've given like, Nuclo I was relax. Just re- relax. Nuclo. I wish I was named Nuclo sometimes. Yeah. And <laughs> again, Vision, I, look, I'm sorry, but all the Vision does is get his ass kicked full time. He's just like, he's not great. no, he's bad no. at his job. He's not good at being human. He's the weirdest husband in the world. And, and the Scarlet <laughs> Witch is totally into it, by the way. She's like, they come in, Jarvis is at their place and he's like, oh, I'm so happy. Like, I'm just helping you guys set up. I know you're not Avengers anymore, but I love you. And they just start making out. And Jarvis is like, oh, I'm going to go in the other room. And they're like, later. And they're like, I suppose we can make love later. Jarvis is here. So <laughs> yeah. like, they literally they say caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I guess we could. I guess what we could postpone our love here. <laughs> we probably should. Yeah, it's there. The the relationship between the two of them has always been like on paper, mind boggling. And then reading this thing, like their actual interactions, it's like, did, had Bill Mantlo ever met a has seen like a real relationship before? Right. Like it, it's, because it is so. And I know he had like a wife and all that, like, you know, but like, it's just, it's the strangest interaction and it's, um, but they're just so, it's so weird. They're also going out of their way to sort of make this, this statement on 
like race relations almost where they're like, people are just judging us. They're judging our love. And like, Oh, the whole neighborhood is like judging us. Yeah, and I mean, whatnot. The, the people of the town didn't want a mutie and a robot living in their town. Not to mention the fact that they're walking around with their costumes on and normal clothes yeah. over them. There, Why? There is a, there is, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a there's a very specific scene in in the book in the series where uh vision is wearing like a yellow a, a sweater and jeans and his weird dracula collars. His collars like coming out of it <laughs> he had to put it on and then be like yeah i'm gonna Untuck yeah, yeah. my i gotta make sure my collar sticks out and then like um, wanda wanda is like similarly Outfitted right. in a, in a way that like barely covers her costume. Okay, For us we're just a bunch of normies. It's like this is the weirdest. Like, oh, yes. so the 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 Magneto thing really took me by surprise. In that, I mean, obviously, it's I know that he. I mean, he was until they retcon that again. Um, you know, their father. I don't know if that's he still is. Now. He's still their dad. Well, they didn't no. human. They made them. He's not a couple they, of years they ago. Rev- uh, they revealed in um, Axis. Uh, which is a terrible event. Oh, God. Uh, that Magneto was, in fact, not their father. Oh, God. Which All is right. very dumb. Okay. So um, I'll just, I'll say this as like kind of a, a I did not really, I, I enjoyed reading the stories because I thought they were interesting, like his, as an historical um, artifact almost, because there yeah, are yeah. those things where they happen along. And there's another thing that I'm sure w- that'll come up that where it's like, oh, this this is where this thing happened. Like knowing that he is their father is right. Something that I take for granted. Like, I just know that I know that, you know, the Pietro that I saw in, in Peter David's X factor is Magneto's son. Like right. I know that all the way through all that stuff and to have them have that revealed in this miniseries. And then it literally the miniseries ends and they're like, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, totally. Like, Capture the bottom one. <laughs> I guess keep reading and find out. Right. The like, miniseries oh, is just like, that was crazy. Right. See you next time. <laughs> and then three years later is the next book. So it's there's there's a lot of I know that they were just pumping out anything they could get out in the shelves. Um, but were there hints just, to this? Was there anything that built this? So uh, like there's a there was I read the like obviously we did not have a, a, a copy of the actual trade paperback. So I read all of this on Marvel Unlimited, and um, in the letters page, which I don't they were probably not in the trade. Um, in, in the letters page, there's like an announcement blurb about like where to follow the next adventures of, of uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Check out the pages of Avengers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so like I'm sure stuff happened like the house burning down and whatever. <laughs> but um, and now I forget, was this uh, was the 82 miniseries? After Vision tried to take over the world, I don't I know. Pretty sure it was before. Okay, yeah, because they make reference to it, but I couldn't remember which uh, series it was in. Well, I assume with the Vision tried to take over the world, it wasn't a big deal because he's really bad at everything he does. So somebody just came and kicked his ass. <laughs> well, there, there right? was a, three kids a couple, yeah. beat the shit out of him in the first issue. They're Literally three children. Spirit. <laughs> no, he's Vision. Vision is uh, notoriously bad, and he's bad in the movies too. Like, yes, he's just like he's. Yeah. If, if he had done what he was, what he should have done, they wouldn't have had. Um, Endgame. They wouldn't need it, but he was like, "I totally. can't possibly take this stone out of my head." So, um, 
Okay, so let me See ask you guys this. In three hours. Let me ask this because they they're referring to this a lot, and I feel like it's something that I apparently just never knew. But the vision is living in the body of the original human torch. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was a, yes. this was a whole discussion. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, right, so the key point in the first mini, like it's the first thing. Yeah, yeah. But why right. didn't I know? Is this still a thing? Does it is this still hold yes. true? Like uh, yes, uh, so like I like I told you when we were discussing it earlier, um, as it as it is stated in in these books, uh, Ultron and Phineas Horton, the We're, creator of the Human Torch, right, rebuilt the body of the original Human Torch into the Vision, uh, plugged Wonder Man's brain patterns into him, and then the Vision came alive as a unique being. Okay. Uh, many, many years later, uh, in John Byrne's West Coast Avengers, uh, they're like, oh, shit, the original Human Torch came back to life. I guess I'm not him after all. <laughs> <laughs> and this, and then again, many, many years after that, in Kurt Busiek's Avengers Forever, it was revealed that Immortus, uh, time-traveling asshole, uh, used the uh whatever the MacGuffin was the forever crystal i think it was um to create a duplicate of the original human torch's body uh and then that became the vision so uh, in the end the answer is yes and no it's both <laughs> nice God. and tidy Look God. how they clean yeah, that up so clean right <laughs> uh and i don't believe it's ever been addressed again Jason, let me ask you, how did this sell at the time? Like, was this hot? Did people care? Well, there wasn't another Vision of Scarlet Witch miniseries for two and a half more years or something, was uh, there? Uh, no, I, okay, I'll, I, no, yeah. I'll buy so that. There, here's your answer. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no one cared, really. <laughs> they cared enough, but no, I mean... It, <laughs> this was just so wackadoo in the sense it's like it's so, they moved to New Jersey. They bought a house. They're trying to fit in with normal society. They're still wearing costumes. They get messed up. And what do they do? Well, I guess we go to the hospital where the, our local hospital just happens to have this miracle right, technology. You've moved, you've moved on, I believe. No, no, no. I'm still in the first the one where oh. right, the, the Grim Reaper shows up. Three. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We're, the hospital... The local hospital <laughs> happens to have a life essence transfer machine. Yes. <laughs> like you, I, you know what? And I Ultron is like that. Yep. Ultron is here in a dream and he's like floating around in a weird V-shaped wheelchair thing. And Ultron is saying, I created the vision, which did he? Ultron? I, yes. yes. Ultron created the vision. So yeah, he did. So the Horton thing is just the fact that. Horton created the invisible torch's body. The human torch. Human torch. And then Ultron, I want to say Voltron for some reason. Ultron kept finding the it. The V chair. Yeah. What it some scrap heap or something, if I remember right. And then basically customize it for his own use. So the way you might customize a car or something. Okay. And send it to kill the Avengers. And he was like, I can't do this. These guys are too cool. Yeah. I want to be right. an Avenger. And they were like, yeah, yeah you know, brother. He, he was like, <laughs> and for five. He, Thomas story, even an android can cry. Right. Like, you know, at the end of the issue, he's like, I can't 
kill them. I am so sad. That sounds about right for Vision. Can I, if you guys, I don't know if you guys know this. When he was attacking them in that, in, did he know he was the Vision or did he think he was Wonder Man? No, I like I. I think he was like a unique creature. You he know, was a I different personality, sort of thing. Avengers fifty-seven when he was first created, he thought he was a just a, he was a slave to Ultron. Yeah, in fact, I'm not even certain Actually, that they. You know what the parallel is? He's like the Silver Surfer, who he's like basically is um, Ultron's okay. terrible. I'll buy that. And then he yeah. develops his own kind of sentience and um, becomes something else. I'm not I don't even uh, I'm not even certain that the Wonder Man brain patterns thing comes up in the first appearance. No, it's probably I, I don't think it's revealed until later. Well, that's why Inglehart writes the vision of Scarlet, which is because he brings that in when he wrote Avengers in the 70s. OK, so let's because he did like an eight part storyline, which paralleled the Scarlet Witch learning, learning her witch powers from out with the hardness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right. In which that's all revealed because Engelhardt is like this freak for continuity. Okay. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to tie all these different disparate. <laughs> None of this is going to make the show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll you guys, getting to watch you guys fight live is, is a dream come true. <laughs> this, but this next series. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We yes, leap. Brian, you're so right. <laughs> we leap into a 12 issue miniseries after a four issue miniseries that nobody really cared about. Three years later, we get a 12-issue miniseries. It's too many issues, guys. It's way too, too many. many issues. It's way too I, many. I think the same villains attack three times. Yes! The same, don't, does that happen? Or the does, Toad! The Toad is featured <laughs> as your, like, <laughs> primary villain for two issues. The Toad! And what did the Toad do? He built robot versions of the evil Brotherhood of Mutants to show yeah, up he, and fight he, they, the they were in the, the Brotherhood together, which I thought was sort of right. interesting. But it's, it's that whole, like, yeah, they come... I was like every four issues they have to have the same villain. It's yes. like okay, issues one, five, and nine we have to like cycle them in again, and it's like what is happening in this? Like and uh, and uh, the friggin' Druid King comes back again. Yeah, yes, there, there's so much again. shit that happens. Like the first four issue miniseries, if you want to say like, look, it was a vehicle to show us that uh, Magneto is their parents. Okay, Magneto is their dad. We got there at least. Now we have twelve issues of literally leaping through time where like well each issue was each issue took place a month after it like it was a year in real time basically yeah it, oh, it, that's right and it was following right. like holidays for some reason it started like we got a thanksgiving like issue Halloween. we get yeah. a christmas issue yeah, kinda, yeah. and then we get a, the <laughs> weirdest martin luther king day issue ever by the way <laughs> an arbor day an arbor day issue <laughs> like the martin luther king day issue was like it was the whole time it was like you had it's power bad. man it's walk around being like i ain't even supposed to be working today it's black people's day off <laughs> oh my god you guys yes that, <laughs> oh, I, I loved that i loved that you know at the end of the issue because first um i actually uh, i did not know that in 1985 martin luther king day was relatively new um i, I yeah. guess i didn't I, I guess i just assumed it had been around for a, a while longer um but I loved how at the end of that issue, because of Martin Luther King Day, Luke Cage declared that racism was cured. Yeah. Uh, yes. We did, so, guys. You know. yeah. 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 
Well, hey, and, hey, and not we, to mention yeah. the fact that like the vision's like, hey man, I know just what it's like. I feel it too. I have gone through the same exact thing as black people. <laughs> like easy vision. I too e- have been oppressed. Easy yeah. man. It's like a, it's like oh Gina. It's like Gina Carano comparing yeah, being totally. conservative to being a Jew in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, 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 man. Um, yeah, I forgot it was a holiday every every. Um, oh, we get every m- issue. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, Martin Luther King Day. Thanksgiving could be in New Orleans too. Oh, yeah. the think the Thanksgiving what? issue was so insane. Oh, I loved it. Where it was. I like, loved it. It was. I'm I'm reading it and like I'm reading it in bed and I'm I'm like trying to get through these issues because I I know I have I'm gonna have to read them twice because there's so much stuff like it's it's very it's dense. A str- yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. Um, and um, I get to, and I'm just, I'm reading. I just like put my iPad down and just like stared off. And my wife's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Magneto just showed up." Yep. Um, and 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 he kind of ruined Thanksgiving. And it was, in, in, <laughs> it's lunacy. The but whole the, thing is lunacy. The way he shows up, though, and I I, I literally oh, showed it to oh, my uh, wife. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, I texted, hey, I texted Matt. I texted <laughs> Matt the panel. This is what happens. Magneto comes over for dinner. He's like, hello, uh-huh. men call me Magneto.' He kept writing in the house. Yes. It's so good. That was my that was my favorite. Right, that was my. What that a my, great way to enter a room. But it's so, that was my favorite scene in the entire series. It sounds like you're series. showing Me up too. for a gay orgy or something when you say it like that, you know? <laughs> what are we doing? They're like, oh, uh, who invented who invent that like guy? But he is like the worst father-in-law, too. Like, the look on his face. Oh, yeah. The white hair. The fact he's trying he's trying to look slim and cool in his jeans and his boots. Like, he is the worst father-in-law like, just trying desperately to make up with Please pass Magneto the yeah. Well, but also, like, at this time, <laughs> Magneto is a terrorist. Magneto. No, no, no. This is after he's, he, his heel turn. Or I guess what, what his face turned. Okay, so he's working uh, with the X Men at this point. Yeah, this was after he, like he was like, you know what, uh, Professor X had some very good points. Okay. I've come to learn that okay. humanity's not all bad, and he had been mentoring the New Mutants. All right, that was my next uh, question. Was like, right. w- when this is happening with this twelve issue miniseries again, it, it's just like, and I realize it's month by month by month. I was not reading the Avengers or the West Coast Avengers at the time. Was this taking place in between? storylines basically because like the first well, issue happens the, i don't think they were in the book because they weren't in avengers anymore yeah well, they, the fir- so the the first two issues the issues one and issues two of the of the 12 issue crossed over with west coast avengers okay because like right, issue two like you read issue one it, also. you read issue one it ends you start issue two and it's like oh my god we're in a jet with ultron and he's being a total <laughs> asshole and i'm like what is happening because <laughs> it was it was part three of a crossover okay right, right but i read the west coast avenger one last because i didn't know that it was tied in and then i was like oh this would have made more sense, but <laughs> See, right, I, yeah. I had but so much of it's like a free for all, but it's like that's just it. Okay. I, yeah, to like, me, like it didn't, it, I, like it, it didn't. I didn't give a shit. Like it didn't matter. I, I like, oh, only right. read what was presented to me and just went, okay, I am staying in this aquarium where this story yeah. lives, and this this story does not live in an aquarium. It's all over the place. It's it's insane. It's everywhere. It, it, this this series has so many. Dramatic turns yeah. that have nothing to do with the main character. Like, 
Yes. Crystal's adultery drama. That with the, exactly. With the real oh my God. Broker. Yes, yes, <laughs> like yes. An inhuman, a princess of the inhumans. Okay. <laughs> Who had to move. I really liked, by the way. She oh, had yeah. to move she was totally in love to the him. moon. Oh, he was totally God. in love with her. She moved to the yeah, moon right. because she's allergic to human like pollution, has to take pills to hang out in New it's Jersey. Pollution. But yeah. But falls in love with some blonde real estate broker, starts cheating on him with Wanda's weird witch girlfriend, who she's just teaching witchcraft to. No, no, no. Who, she witnesses it. She, she witnesses, witnesses it. it. Yeah, the librarian. But then nothing check. ever comes of it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, like the like the like the uh, the apprentice never actually spills the beans. Yeah. She just stands in the background going, whoa. Oh, she's like, oh shit, if Quicksilver finds out about this. Yeah, Crystal's married to Pietro, who doesn't care because he's a starting militia, a militia. An militia yeah. Yes. Uh, and by the way, like, not an inhuman. Militia. He would be a January 6th guy. Yes. Yeah, no, he's not an inhuman. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yeah, like, Quicksilver. Quick yeah, Quicksilver is such a piece of shit in this uh, in this comic. Quicksilver is and, like, a total I know that Quicksilver prick. has always been a character that has, like, a chip on his shoulder. That's his deal. He's kind of aloof and a jerk. Sure. But in this series, it was just like, up to 11, like his verbal abuse of his wife and his sister. And uh, like he shows up, like they show up and, uh, and, uh, well, he's like that white woman in in Portland that was trying to run the NAACP. Like, and like, no, I'm black. I'm totally, he's like, I'm an inhuman. I'm totally inhuman. I run an inhuman militia. Like that's doing my inhuman thing. Like, no, you're not dude. (laughs) That's part of his baggage is that that was part of his baggage. That's a part of the, that's a plot point in the series is that he felt like they were judging him because he was an outsider, which is why he was trying so hard. Um, but like Crystal and, and, and Quicksilver come to Earth and uh, Scarlet Witch or whoever says something like, oh, I thought you'd go with your wife out on the town to go shopping. And he's like, bah, that's woman's business. Yeah, to- the whole entire time. <laughs> and, then he, and then he fucks <laughs> yeah. off to New York City because he's like got militia training or some dumb thing. Yeah. It's like, what are you training for? What what part of moon-based militia training are you learning in new york city i'm i'm kind of curious but there was also like almost nothing to grab onto and like about any of these characters Uh, i'll tell you this though even though they were uh total plot devices and i have no idea where they came from or if they ever appeared again or previous to this i know where you're going but I totally loved the stage magicians oh my that God. actually had magical powers. <laughs> what was up with that? They literally commit steals the those robbers, jewels right? and then nothing yeah. ever happens from it. Yeah. Oh. They go to where was it, Thailand or somewhere. Jason, you uh, act yeah, like you've right. never been to New Jersey. Okay. This is what <laughs> yeah, it's like. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, oh, and by the way, in their like third or fourth appearance in the series, it's just like dropped out of the blue that they are also international jewel thieves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like uh, like everything about them was so insane yeah. that I totally like every time they showed up, I was like, yes. And the dude's like, my name is Illusion, and the girl's like, and my name is Glamour. <laughs> Whatever. 
And she like, their whole thing is he's like, I'm going to, she's an escape artist. I'm going to put her in this tank and she's got a straight jacket on and it's all locked up. What's she going to do? Now I'm going to show you some card tricks. Everyone's like, no, you can't show us card tricks. She's drowning in there. (laughs) And she's like, no, she's not. I'm turning into a tadpole thing that swims out of the aquarium and then goes to steal jewels. (laughs) What? This and is, that's never followed up on. No, nah, nah. no. There's there's one there's one mention about how they they had to go to um they had, they had to go somewhere uh, to fence that medallion, uh, and that's what and that's it. You're like that they're like if only what would Vision and Scarlet Witch say if they knew how we financed our act? It's a you know like they, they had just gotten back from hawking their <laughs> emerald. Well, this is a this is at a point where stage you know stage magic was getting tough, and you had to do what you had to do to keep your act going. So I get. Well, it. yeah, like the amazing Randy was like this is bullshit, <laughs> you know. And, but like, and this, Doug Henning was like, but but my act at this time, and I don't know because like I again like I I read a bunch of X stuff from this time, but I don't know was this what was was the Avengers like this at the time. Like, was it this well, wacky? Because it crosses over with the Avengers. And the same writers working on the Avengers. Yeah, and West, the Avengers West Coast Avengers. artwork by Al Milgram. Still, yeah, I, I mean, West Coast Avengers. I, I, thought that, I thought that the artwork was very reminiscent of what Al Milgram was doing in West Coast Avengers. Um, uh, see, and I, that's what's so hilarious. It's like... Regular Avengers was Stern and Buscema at that point. Mm-hmm. It was actually right. great... That's that's the first issues of with have Monica Rambo, so they're actually really pretty good. So these can we agree? And I'm not trying to like look. I'm not slamming creators or anything like that. But this is not great stuff. <laughs> it's just not right. It's I I could not believe some of the like character designs. Yes, um, Iron mm. Man with his like weird like. Oh, the Silver Centurion Iron Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd never seen that before, and I was like, whoa. (laughs) Oh, it was a special treat. Uh, It was a special treat in the giant size issue to see Iron Man with the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Iron Man and Iron Nose, that's right. Like, if only only he had also had the roller skates at that time. This this was a lot of like, oh, this is why I did not read Avengers comics. That's what I'm saying. This would have been, you know, seven or eight years before I was reading um, comics at all. But um, they were not my thing. If we look back at Spider-Man at this time, or we look back at X-Men at this time, or Fantastic Four, it looked so much better than this. Like, this is not a good-looking book, and it is bizarrely written. This feels like the 60s to me when I read yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, the Avengers back then, I mean, maybe Jason will have some different facts, but from what I remember as a as a reader back then, like, Avengers wasn't really, like, the flagship, you know, tentpole book of the marvel universe like yeah it had a spinoff with west coast but x-men yeah x-men x-men was the number one book in the land for years and years and years and uh like at at the same time we had like john romita jr on spider-man and all the stuff with like hobgoblin gearing up like uh, it like avengers was just like there this is the romita jr era of x-men X-Men 200 came out the same month as West Coast Avengers. Yeah, and that's a stunning book. Like, that book looks amazing. Yeah, and 201 is also a great comic, right? Yeah. X-Men was at, like, its best at that point. 
Is this just suffering um, from... Byrne was still doing Fantastic Four. Miller just did his last couple issues of Daredevil at that point. Right. No, no, sorry. Matthew Kelly was drawing Daredevil at that point. So there's incredible Marvel comics that are coming out right now. And this, then this one. And yeah, and then there's <laughs> this, which is just... Yeah. I mean, the, the same month as Vision of Scarlet, which four was the first Miller Mazzucchelli Daredevil? So, Born oh. again, yeah. Like that blows my mind because this, if you just showed me this, it just plucked out a few pages and said, hey, Matt, when do you think this is from? Like I'm looking at issue 11 right now, which has Spider-Man in the black costume, which would be the only thing that might make me go, well, wait a minute. Was this the 80s? Because the rest and of the this, toad. Yeah, and, and the toad, again, in a giant toad robot. <laughs> it's just, just like the this looks so late 60s early 70s to me and i just kind of can't mm-hmm. believe that they did this and now the thing that really blows my mind is there is so much stuff from this that is being referenced in wandavision <laughs> It's like, yeah. Uh, there's a um like I don't I don't mean to like derail what your point you're trying to make, but like I just remembered the scene in I think it's issue ten maybe or issue eight. It doesn't matter what issue. Uh, when the enchantress shows up. Oh God. And uh, that was the Mardi know, Gras they, issue. Yes. Yes, they're in they're they're in New Orleans uh, with a glamour and illusion, and. Uh, the the vision is lured into an alley by the enchantress. This is issue eight. Who ensorcels, ensorcels him because he's got a human soul. Yeah. Right? Well, you know what? Fine. That's the conceit of the vision. I accept that. Human libido, too, because he's like, Human libido, that, because that, when he is confronted that blonde, ooh, by his <laughs> wife, and she's like, didn't you try to fight it? And he's like, well, I guess I could have, but. Can you blame me? Yeah, he's like, did you see that one? <laughs> and like everywhere they went, she's like, I'm looking for my husband, the vision. He's like, oh yeah, the robot guy. Yeah, he walked away with this killer blonde. You should have seen her. Oh, you know, like everybody, like the hot dog vendor is hot for the enchantress. And, but then, and then kids are then hot for the enchantress. <laughs> like she tries to storm off and he grabs her arm in a way that looks kind of forceful. Uh, based on how she's posed and, and reacting, and he somehow talks his way out of being in trouble, and I'm like just by saying, "Hey, baby, it's you that I love." Well, no, there's a whole thing where she says to him, "She's like, this is because I'm pregnant, right?" She basically comes out and says, "Like, oh, I get it, I'm pregnant, and you're running off with some hot, skinny blonde," and he's like. No, in like the completely overwritten vision dialogue that is just painful to read. He's like, how could anything be more beautiful than the vision of a pregnant woman who is my wife? I love you. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, and, and she's like, her curly top. Uh, yeah, and then he calls her curly top. Oh, curly top. <laughs> curly top, curly bottom. So <laughs> I have a. <laughs> the, the, the the pregnancy thing is the is the and I you know I mean I've I've read Young Avengers I I know um you know how those things work out but it's just like it's like oh it's her magic it's like guys do you know how that works right right like you know how like how yeah, how, yeah. how could she be pregnant and how could it be his. Yep. Like, if you want to say, like, yes, it, it's a biological thing. There's so oh, many yes. parts yeah. of this, though. But look, there, there's take the pregnancy out of it. Let's take the pregnancy out of the equation. No, no, the, there's, even, there's even a scene. There's even a scene where they go to Attilan 
or Adeline, uh, and uh, she tells Quicksilver she's pregnant. And the first thing he says is, oh, well, Vision's obviously not the father. Yeah. And she's like, of course he is. What are you talking about? And and then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like everyone is so willing. First of all, Cap and the rest of the Avengers are like, yeah, move to New Jersey. That's a great idea. How You probably won't endanger anyone there. And all they do is endanger everyone <laughs> around them the entire time. And then she gets pregnant and everyone's just like looks at each other and goes, Congratulations. <laughs> like, no one is asking any questions. No one is saying, like, there's yeah. something wrong here. Yeah, like, yeah. How, <laughs> how, how was this not going to end up badly? Right. It's basically yeah. what it is. Like, they right, are, like so the, the, the final issue of the Maxi series is the issue where she gives birth, and Doctor Strange is the, is the uh, doctor that births the children. The midwife. Uh, <laughs> dis- despite the fact that they have an OBGYN right there, he just shows up and he's like, stand aside. Well, he's like a doula. Uh, he's their magic doula, if you will. Sure. I mean, so, they, they, they are imaginary babies, baby, so that yeah, makes no, sense. Yeah. yeah, fair, fair. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so for the whole series, she's like, ah, man, Doctor Strange, uh, uh, you know, I'm only having one baby, right? And he's like, yep, one baby, that's it. Ten fingers, ten toes, that's all there is to it. And then uh, in that issue, the first baby is born. And they're like, yep, there it is, the one baby. <laughs> and then the second baby is born. And Doctor Strange is like, this baby does not show up on any readouts, any ultrasounds. It doesn't even give a weight on the scale. Oh, well. Yeah, and then literally he's like, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> and they all light up cigars like, woo, nothing to worry about here. <laughs> it's like, like, what? what? And then it's not until, so, okay, the John Byrne, the John Byrne thing would have probably been what, like 88, 89? So yeah. an, an, yeah, another sure. several years go by. And we get to the the infamous baby arms uh, issue of West Coast <laughs> Adventures with that cover uh, with Master Pandemonium with Thomas and William uh, with making demonic faces at the end of his forearm. Yes. And we get this very long and drawn out explanation uh, in the issues previous to this. Um, it had been it had been hinted that something was up with the kids because I remember reading that um, like when whenever like people looked away the twins would disappear and they're like, well, that's, you know, probably kids, fine. Right. Yeah. They'd be yeah. like, ah, you know, whatever. <laughs> They'll get away from you. If you don't pay <laughs> and so, yeah, we get this long drawn out explanation about how uh, master pandemonium has absorbed these babies because they are not actually real beings. They are the fragments of his broken soul uh, that was stolen by Mephisto and Ugh. scattered throughout the universe or whatever. Uh, and then before the issue is even over, Mephisto's like, haha, joke's on you. It's my soul. And he gets turned inside out. <laughs> Master Pandemonium <laughs> gets turned inside out and disappears. Jesus. Okay, so here's my question because like the takeaways that we have from all of this when you sit down you have one question by the way i have i have so many questions i will yes i have one overlying question (laughs) i just want to look at this one i want to look at the takeaways that we have from this and then i want to propose a question the takeaways we have 
is that the Vision is a bad superhero. Wanda is clinically insane and really, really dangerous. No question. Yeah. Like, oh, and uh, not <laughs> not only, uh, but this uh, this finale issue, the uh, West Coast Avengers fifty two. Um, this is after the Vision has been dismantled by the government and rebuilt as a soulless automaton, or he's a robot. He's basically right. just a robot. Okay. And so, like, essentially, he and Wanda are no longer married, so she's ra- she's raising these demon babies alone, and everything's totally fine. And and uh, and then Mephisto absorb gets the babies back into his soul, and then Doctor Strange just like makes it all go away <laughs> as though it had never happened. But did, don't uh-huh. you kind of have to? I mean, like, my question coming out of this is like, were there fans? Of these characters? Like, did people read this and be like, fuck yeah. Oh, Wanda, I know what that's like. I'm with you. Oh, Vision, it's got to be tough. It's probably tougher than being black, I'll bet. Being an android, you know? Like, <laughs> like, how did they get away with this? And why is this considered important Avengers lore? Like, is this... Well, I say yes, because... Yeah, because because it's the TV show they've done yeah, with yeah. the launch for, for House of M, right? And following this, following following the uh, West Coast Avengers story, a few issues later, Scarlet Witch starts to lose it, right? And yeah, and like turns evil for a while. Like, see, and that's one. Like, I never really read any of this Avengers stuff, and I never cared about the Scarlet Witch or the Vision because even in just like the limited experiences that I had with them popping up in other books being around it always seemed like he's really bad at what he does and she's fucking crazy <laughs> like why are they around yeah. why like how does cap how does captain america think this is okay <laughs> like tony stark is a real doctor strange they know doctor strange he has to be aware that not only one they should not be dating Two, they should not be living in a normal neighborhood in New Jersey. Three, she can't just have two babies magically and that's fine. <laughs> like, how is any of this okay? <laughs> I guess is where I'm at. Uh, uh, to add to that, so Captain America has been friends with her and Pietro since the day they joined the Avengers. The beginning, right. like, yeah. Right? yeah. Four, Avengers number 16. Right? Yeah. And like, he can never take her aside and say, hey, Wanda. Like, I'm a little concerned for you. Like, what kind of friendship do they actually have? Yes. Absolutely. Any of them. All of them. Everybody here is complicit. (laughs) That's the the thing that seems so weird is that they seem so, and this is just reading only these issues. um, The West Coast Avengers issue that, you know, is in between one and two of the Maxi series. um, They, they meet, Wanda's like, thanks for meeting us at the, I know it's weird. We can't fit you at our house. We're in a motel. There's some like motel, which is a very weird. Yeah. Like, just tell me you're in your backyard. Like, right. why are you in a motel? I don't. I don't understand that. But okay. <laughs> but they're all like they're all so chummy, and they're all like best friends in that like yeah you know, we're a team and we're friends. But then like but there's those re- like but it's so surface level, and no one has a real conversation of like right. Like he's a he's a crybaby death robot, and she has some really severe issues going on. Yeah, absolutely, and magic mm-hmm. powers. 
<laughs> right. That, that affect reality. So right. maybe they shouldn't live on their own. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. Jarvis should have stayed and maybe their constant sex in front of him is what drove him away. That could know. be. Yeah, but, right. That could be. Um, I, and, you know, like I was looking at the covers uh, on Marvel Unlimited uh, of future issues of West Coast Avengers, and it doesn't take too long before she's just back on the team. Oh, yeah. Like, so she 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 turns evil. Uh, uh, she does, I'm sure, some bad stuff. I, I don't remember those issues. Um, and then, yeah, and then in like 10 issues, she's back on the team. Well, where she remains in good standing. To be perfectly fair, uh, look how the vision showed up. He showed up to kill him and take over the world. Right. And then he was like, you that know what? Happens. You guys, yeah, you, you know, guys are really good at this. I think I, I'm going to let this whole taking over the world thing go. And I'd like to be on your team. And they were like, yeah, you will. <laughs> well, and like even when even get over when here, get over here, get over here. Yeah. When Quicksilver and uh, you rascal, yeah. When Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch joined the Avengers, they were hot off of working for Magneto. So yeah, right. and uh, you know, like the Avengers have a history of just like and Wonder Man, all's too, well right? that ends and, Wonder, yeah, right. Man. Wonder, Man. Yes. and yeah. Wonder Man, yes, and Wonder Man, which all his problems, what, like Hawkeye. I, Wonder yep. Man did not have a very good case made for him in these books either. He seems like a complete stooge and a moron. That, and, yes, all that stuff where, like, the, you know, their mom's name was Martha, which is any mom named Martha in comics forever is right, ruined. Right, Um, But, like, they're, like the, all the things of, like, we're brothers and, oh, my God, yes. my brother, and we're brothers, <laughs> and we're brothers, and, and did you know we're brothers? And then it's like, he's my brother. Yeah, like, the, no, the you're fucking not brothers. Like, I don't want other brothers. There's a whole thing with the zombie 2 version of that. Right, he, 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 he pulls the curtain. Of himself and yeah. Right. Well, yeah, like, yeah. It, was a, it, was a, it was a famous hit man. <laughs> That looked close enough that the Grim Reaper, Reaper could have plastic surgery done on him to be an identical duplicate. Okay. Also, that man dresses a chicken. The and the Grim time. Reaper. Yeah, Black Talon. Let me, let me make sure I got this straight. The, the Grim oh Reaper. And the, and the hate-ridden albino black woman. Oh, Necra she was great. Necra. Who the more that you hate her, Necra. the more powerful she is. So it's like, what? No, the more she hates you. Oh, the more, the more she, she hates, hates you. you. Yeah. yeah, she gets more super strong and invulnerable. Joe was explaining to me this via text, and I wrote back. I was like, what a bitch. <laughs> like, yes. and, that's, and that's how they defeat her at the end is because she's so, like, the Grim Reaper turns against her. And she's so distraught about her love turning against her, but she doesn't hate him. And so it's like, well, I guess we captured her. So quick point of order. Simon Williams, yes, who is Wonder Man, is the brother of the Grim Reaper, correct? Correct. Yes. Wonder Man gets killed and the Grim Reaper is like, the vision killed my brother. I'm going to kill that guy. No, 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 no. No? You no. Know, uh, Why has he got such a man on Wonder Man didn't come. Uh, Grim Reaper appeared in the first appeared in the sixties. Um, I don't remember his motivation back then. But why does he have such a mad on for the Vision, even though Wonder Man is back and walking no, around? He doesn't. He has a mad on for Wonder Man because he does not believe that's really his brother. He's like, my brother is dead, and okay. you are an imposter. Okay, I, so that makes sense because I was confused because that would make sense. Basically, the Grim Reaper is the only person living in reality with the rest of us going, no, <laughs> you're not on. brothers. <laughs> like, you yes, but you know, are absolutely but not the, brothers. <laughs> but in the <laughs> end, they, they put a sickle on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, how does he 
No, it's a sickle that shoots lasers, though. So that's useful. You know, right, yeah. <laughs> like you can like do he stuff never, with He that. never once stabbed anybody with it. In no. fact, he only gets stabbed in his own arm. Yes. Um, he's the only yeah, person in, that gets the, hurt with the sickle. Him. <laughs> I mean, he, that's how they know. That's how they prove he's a zombie because he doesn't get hurt. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, it, you know, they have that moment where it's like Martha oh, why did you say that name? You are my brother. Uh, and he like, and then he gives up. Uh, it's, it's just like, that's all it took after all this time. It's like, yeah. you were so convinced that this guy was not really your brother, that right. he was faking it, that he just had to be like, no, this, this, and this. And he's like, oh, I guess only my brother could know that. Sorry about that. Yeah, and it seemed like all everything in this was like so emotionally overblown, whether it was someone cheating on someone or trying to be human or trying to fit in a normal society. And then the smallest thing would happen and everyone would be like, okay, I feel way better. Like, <laughs> like, it's, okay. it's, it's very soap operatic. <laughs> like uh, my wife and I – Go ahead. If you, you let uh, you let me have it, if you feel like it. But my wife and I watch General Hospital every day. Oh wow, love it. Oh yeah, wow. it's awesome. It's fucking <laughs> I'm like, great. I'm like four years behind, but I could pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like the smallest, like things that could be explained with the easiest conversation, and on the most dramatic cliffhanger. It's like, hey, like why did you let so and so fall? Like. Did you push so-and-so to their death? Dramatic music, commercial break. No, the answer is no. I tried to save so-and-so from falling to their death. Why didn't you just fucking say so? Right. Like, no, it wasn't like that at all. And I don't want to go to prison. So, no. Oh, and, that's, and that's what this read like. Yes. It's just like, you guys, the, the emotions should not be running this high for these kinds of stakes. For literally everything. I mean, right. not just every, these kind of like every development, everything that happens. Okay, so let's let's get to the end here because otherwise we're going to keep screaming forever. But I, I want to know. Yeah, good luck editing this down to ten minutes. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Jason, in your opinion, as the THN historian, is this important Marvel comic book storytelling? We all address this. We address this. No, but I like. I, I just I'd like. Is this important, or is it just as schlocky? And ridiculous as we all seem to think it is. I'm trying to remember if we covered this in the 80s book. Uh, what do you think? I don't think it's important. No. Right? Well, I, think, I think that the, the development, okay. the developments yeah, important are important. The babies are born and it triggers a lot of other attention to the storyline, right? Okay. The, the fact that they got married, moved to New Jersey and had babies, that is different, right? How many other heroes have gotten married Move to the suburbs and start a family. That is brave. I will say it, it is a brave that choice. That's point, like, kind of cool, right? In that, like, I don't know, if it was any other pair of people who actually had a baby. Wally, right. Wally West. Wally West. Wally and Linda did it. It ended badly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I have friends that yeah, don't have superpowers and aren't related to demons that, like, got pregnant. And I was like, that's a bad idea. You know, <laughs> and, and this right, is yes. like this is nightmare. Like, yeah, he's a to he's a toaster that thinks he's a man, right. and you you have a real you have a lot of issues. So, and I don't know if you should have fake babies. Yeah, I don't like know. Uh, there uh, yeah. there's an uh, there's an issue of Ultimate X Men uh, during the, I think it's during the Bendis run, uh, and it's drawn by David Hitch, where basically like. 
Wolverine has to go to a town where everybody has dropped dead uh, because he's the only one that can survive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a great and, issue. And he, he finds a kid whose mutant power is kicked in, uh, and his mutant power, luck of the draw, sorry, kid, it just happens to be you radiate some sort of aura that yeah. kills like a death everybody spell. within its radius. Like just like Omega Red. He had like a mutant death ability or whatever. Except like on a like on like a citywide scale, right? Right. right. Uh, or at least a, 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 a small town wide scale. Or it's like shit. Like this whole town is dead because of this kid. And now he's hiding in a cave. Wolverine takes him a beer. And then Wolverine is the only one that walks out of that cave because what are they going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's maybe a conversation yes. somebody should have had about the Scarlet That's Witch. absolutely like Captain America need to be like, hey, I am way too nice of a guy, Wolverine. Can and you do me like, a favor and swing by New Jersey and murder the vision? <laughs> turn and the, was, turn it, the vision off and murder the Scarlet Witch, please. And it wasn't it wasn't until House of M. Uh it wasn't until after how or yeah no uh, it was after Avengers disassembled right and uh, Quicksilver and Magneto like stole her away to wherever, and yeah. uh, the Avengers and the X Men show up, and Wolverine is the only one that's like, let me put let me snick her right and let me snick her in the heart yeah, please I'll take care of this uh just like mm-hmm. it's the only way please like I'm I'm ready let me do it and everyone's like no 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 let's talk it out. <laughs> And then she commits mutant genocide. Yeah. So let's rate this. Let's start. Let's start with our guests. And we like to rate this on the THN scale, which is buy it, skim it, leave it. Brian Domingos, where do you come down on this, on what we read? (sighs) Okay. If you are a fan of the Scarlet Witch and Vision and you have not read these comics before. It's worth a skim. If you don't care about Scarlet Witch or, or Vision, don't waste your time. Yes. Um, but I think there are significant moments in those characters' lives. The Magneto thing, I really was kind of like, all right, this is – I can see why this is in here. That was, and the, why they, they, that was the best. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I loved that. Um, <laughs> but, to, but I don't know that a Vision fan would not – not know this stuff you know at this point but um but if they're new if they're like you know mcu fans or something like maybe they would if if they if they love the movies and they're really into wandavision like and they haven't read the comics sure give it a skim find it and you know look at read it on um marvel unlimited or get it from your library i don't know what the cover price is it's probably 35 dollars or something i would not pay full price for this fair enough under any circumstances jason where do you where do you come down on this this is a skim it and to me it's just so fucking weird it's great i okay (laughs) i don't i don't disagree the thanksgiving issue for example is worth reading just because it's so fucking crazy it was the best it was the Everything best. Everything from the stuff Aaron is showing up in his oh, swimsuit. Yeah, no, no pants swimsuit. on it. Thanksgiving anymore. Right. Yeah, and no, right. never, no shoes. I'm sure. Right. Uh, you were dead on with the price, uh, Brian. It's thirty four ninety nine. I know my Marvel uh, um, Epic collections. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But there's a lot, a lot of words in this. Oh my god! Kind of crappy or mediocre art. It's so overwritten. But you're gonna want to read like the birth scene because the birth scene is so weird. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Joe Patrick, 
Um, so I had a ball reading this, uh, like just like, like with full acceptance that it's, it is capital N capital G, not good. Uh, (laughs) Like, and, but like in the way that you appreciate a, a, a good, bad movie, right. Uh, I read this and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, like I, I had, I, like I blew through the 12 issue mini series in one day. Uh, like I was just like next issue, next issue, next issue, let's do it. Um, all the, all the while being like, Oh Jesus Christ, I can't believe this happened. Uh, I can't believe, I can't believe glamour turned into a, a puddle of goo and stole an emerald. <laughs> you know, I can't oh, who, who, n- fucking norm. What norm. Uh, and uh, like, and then they take norm to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, norm, you found her. Come on. Uh, it's like, well, no, I realize he's the best game character ever. Yes. Norm. He's the hot yeah. character. He's the hot character find of 20 of uh, 1985. It's a normal guy. who's like, Oh wow. Yeah. So on the uh, nose. You're right. And, uh, I, I did appreciate how Norm was like the one dude in Leonia, New Jersey, that wasn't a fucking racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, or, a, um, or a complete misogynist. You're right. Yeah, exactly. No, dude, like every yeah. time, like the Scarlet Witch started to like, oh, yeah, bad guy. The bad guy would immediately be like, whoa, I am not getting beat up by a woman. Hold up uh, there, how, pal. How about uh, the conclusion of the Toad Wanda love story where oh she shows up to confront him and he's like, wait a second. You got fat. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like literally, yeah. that's what happened. He just seriously. Yeah. He takes one look at her and like pulls the ripcord. Like, oh, I don't love your fat ass anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what uh, woo. Like, no, no, I, I did appreciate. I, I did appreciate how the issue ended with, with like Spider Man saying, "Hey, Wanda, like, you're awesome," and she and she's confident in her, you know, in her role and her appearance. And she's just like, "You're damn right, I am." Um, but so uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I loved reading this. I would never recommend it <laughs> no, to you anyone you uh, unless they had like a very serious curiosity. Right. I, uh, like instead of recommending this, I would say, look, Wikipedia will explain this to you. Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, like go, find find the issue of uh, find the issues of the Marvel handbook that talk about the vision and the Scarlet Witch if you must. But like no, like it's 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 a skim it because I had a blast, uh, and like Brian said, it, it does have uh, key elements that did carry over for decades, right, uh, into the comics that we read today, and now uh, mass media projects that uh, civilians are like, you guys watch WandaVision? you know, like people people like people's grandparents are like. Talking about the Scarlet Witch. Right. Which there's something to be said for that. And and it does come directly from this. No question. Uh so yeah, I mean it's it's a skimmet out of pure like appreciation for good, bad storytelling and historical relevance. Fair. That's it. I okay, so yeah. I would say that the first miniseries, the Mantlo and Leonardi one, I would give a buy it to. Because, but that's not what we're talking about. I know, I know. It was one book. It was wacky, but it did take you on a journey to Magneto as their dad. 
And I was like, okay, that's how we got there. Got it. The second miniseries just comes off as like Steve Englehart was on like too much ketamine and could not focus. <laughs> and was just like, oh, I'm, go, I'm following that plot story. I'm like, oh, I almost forgot about that one. Bet you thought I forgot about this. And you didn't even know this was important and it's not. And I'm never going to mention it again. So don't worry about it. <laughs> like it was schizophrenic lunacy. I can only give this a skim it, but it was so much fun to read. It was so much ridiculous fun to read. And I started thinking about all the other comics of this time that I would like to revisit that are nothing like this. Absolutely nothing like this. This was like a unicorn yeah, that was running around at Marvel at the time. And the best thing they could have done for that unicorn is shoot it in the head because it was just too crazy. <laughs> you know? uh, like I remember when I first got into like collecting back issues and stuff, uh, I remember like dipping into um, eras of the Avengers, not like long, uh, not like long stretches, but like there's a stretch of the Avengers uh, circa issue 200 uh, uh, before issue 200 where it's like, yeah, George Perez is drawing this. And it's like, okay, yeah, these are fun issues. Um, And then uh, like, okay, now I'm done because we're talking about, um, Ms. Marvel uh, giving birth to her own lover, right. uh, which is certainly not something we ever need to bring up again. And yet they do. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and, and then, you know, not too long after the, not too long after the um, events of this series in the main Avengers book, you get like under siege. Uh, you, like you get that great run by Roger Stern and Steve Epting. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, like, fits and starts for the Avengers throughout the eighties before they actually became something important. Right. Well, nineties uh, Avengers is terrible. Oh it's my so God. bad. It's garbage. It's terrible. so, so bad. Sure. Garbage. Uh, teen Tony bug wasp. It's, it's, it's the worst. Black Knight um, in the leather jacket. Yeah. The, le- the whole oh, the team. lightsaber. The, the whole yeah. team in leather jackets. Yeah. The entire team in leather jackets. Black in a leather jacket. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and, and then there's like, this this storyline that never ended about uh, an alternate reality of of characters that were superheroes that were somehow mad at the Avengers, and it's like, it, okay, okay, enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just so funny to me that uh, like the first time I actually remember the Avengers being something that excited me was when they came back from Heroes Reborn, and. Was that you know it was it was it was Kurt Busiek okay. and George Perez. Okay, Busiek and, and Perez. It, you know, it was steeped in all this history that I only knew about from out of context reading, you know, handbook, whatever. Um but yeah, like that it, it's so weird. Like, and I read all of Heroes Reborn, also terrible. Yeah. Uh, but like when they came back from Heroes Reborn with the Busiek Perez era, I was all in. And that's when the Avengers became a thing to me. And so for the entire like 30 years prior to that. Yeah, 30 years. It, like there was a time when I couldn't even name an, a, like I was thinking about it. Like the Avengers, the Avengers uh, made an appearance um, in some other comic I was reading. I was like, I can't name a single Avengers villain. 
this was back, you know, back when I was a younger, a younger fan. Fair enough. Um, yeah. No, but like, like I, yeah, I, I can't. That I was most of my life. Honestly. I don't know anything about the Avengers <laughs> except for these characters are on the team. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's and, amazing but, that we got to where we are and the Avengers right. are the most famous heroes in the world. Right now because, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, I got to like, say, man, every time, every time I, we reach back to this stuff and just like. I, I feel like we go back to the old FF stuff and we're like, yeah, that's still great. Old Thor, great stuff. Old, you know, old Cap, a lot of fun. Old X-Men, old Spider-Man, great shit. Spider-Man is old awesome. Spider-Man. And you go back to the Avengers and you're just like, what is happening here? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, <laughs> that's all, but it's it's the ultimates, right? Like they stripped out all yeah. the garbage. They, yeah. they, they you know, streamlined. Yeah. yeah. They streamlined it and said, here's the cool stuff about these characters. Yeah. And, made movie about it gentlemen yeah. thank you so much for joining us this was fantastic we felt all our feelings and this was i mean this had it all this had racism misogyny uh like weird jabs at pregnancy and it, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, ra- yeah ra- race relations man it uh, yes. it, it, uh, it covered a lot of important topics. you know what i'm changing my rating it's a buy it <laughs> the most important avenger story ever told thank you for joining us kids <laughs>